Hey guys, and welcome back to my podcast. I'm Hari, and let's get started with today's episode of Tech Life. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about Apple's iOS 16, which was revealed back on June 6th. I know this is more than a week late, but nevertheless, it's better than nothing. Let I'll be explaining it and also giving you my own view of it as well. Let's get started. Apple's operating system first line of advanced iPhones has finally started to accept user customization without third-party control. One of the operating system's main features this year is the ability to customize the lock screen and the different elements of it, like the font up for the clock and the ability to add new widgets to the lock screen itself. They have also introduced a live widget feature and a notification bar at the bottom, which doesn't take up your entire screen like it used to, and it still does. I think this is a feature that many of us really would enjoy, but we are also happy that Apple is bringing user control to iOS, something that previously limited in previous editions. Remember iOS 1, where you couldn't download apps at all? I think that one disadvantage, just by seeing it on the keynote, was that you can't change your home screen wallpaper as it directly corresponds to the wallpaper on the lock screen. But this may be proved wrong in the debate as it is not released to the public yet, which it will be in the fall. Moving on to another feature that, that isn't necessarily introduced in this version of iOS is focus. Now you can customize what apps, widgets, and also wallpapers to show on each focus phone such as personal or work. You can also filter out content in Safari, messages, and also mail based on these settings. I think this is a cool feature, especially for someone like me who also goes to school, and that, that means you could have a dedicated school setting. Probably one of the most requested features for many years now is messages. There is a default messaging app, but that hasn't been updated with like the latest features that we see on third-party apps, but Apple is changing all of that this year. We all probably use messages at least once every day. Apple, who is usually quiet on this sector of iOS, introduced new features to the app that are really helpful to pr pretty much everyone. Have you ever had a time where you just made an embarrassing typo and hit send on that message? Now look no further, as Apple introduced a feature that lets you edit a message even after you send it. But keep in mind, this may not work with older versions of iOS, as the message could be still read after it is being sent. Another feature is that you can undo sending a message. With a click, with a click of a button, you can undo sending a message that you sent. You can also mark a message as unread. I personally think that this is a good feature because there were countless times I didn't want to respond to the message at that exact moment. I feel like Apple kind of copied WhatsApp on this, as this feature was there before this update released for years now. Moving on to sharing, a feature that Apple introduced to FaceTime last year in iOS 15, and now SharePlay is coming to messages. You can watch things while collaborating with your friends and messages. This means that anywhere from a movie to a TV show or even a corporate video, you could share and watch it with all of your corporate members or your friends and you guys could um, still chat while you guys watch it.
Dictation was also improved with features such as automatic punctuation inserts, a new technology that lets you move better from touch typing and voice typing, and the keyboard now stays open during voice typing to edit text. This is better because even though I don't use dictation that much, I always found problems with punctuation and the accuracy of the output. Intelligence has taken a much higher improvement as there are countless features being improved here. First, just pointing at your camera at a written foreign language will make the iPhone translate for you, like Chinese, Japanese, Tamil, Hindi, or Spanish, any other, any language. This can also be done for foreign currencies, but you have to select the price for that to occur. Live text is also now in videos, where you can select text from any given video. You can also lift an object from its foreground and separate it. These videos are really nice, as AI is becoming a reality in many different ways. Next up, we have new changes coming to the wallet app we all love and know. You can now add driver's licenses, which are currently rolled out in Maryland and Arizona, inside the app, and share house and car keys as well. Apple Pay now accepts more forms of payment, and it has expanded acceptance. Apple has introduced another feature called Apple Pay Later, where instead of paying fully at all and all at once, you can pay in installments of four. This only works in orders using Apple Pay. You can also track your order using when using Apple Pay. These features will be first available with Spotify first, such as the tracking. I think this would be really helpful, especially to bring more people onto the platform as opposed to using traditional cards and as a wallet, making everything digital. Apple has also stepped up on its maps. They are offering redesigned maps in 15 countries, and you are able to route up to a total of 15 stops now. Now, you can see fares for public transport as well, such as trains, buses, and even other like non-traditional transportation, such as ferries. I feel like this is a better version of Maps, and is giving out some serious competition to Google Maps, its main competitor. In Apple News, you can now follow your favorite teams and leagues and get news about them, as well as get scores, standings, and schedule, etc. inside the app itself. This service is free in the United States, the United Kingdom, Canada, and Australia. For the parents who are listening to this podcast, family controls have been also improved. There are now improved parental controls for child accounts and a simpler device set up for your kids. There is also a family checklist feature which gives you tips on managing a family account. Photos have improved on family sharing where you could have a complete set of photos in a gallery. Up to five people can share one gallery. There are many automated ways for members to contribute to a gallery as well. Probably one of the biggest features this year is personal safety. Apple has now introduced personal safety as a feature inbuilt to iOS 16. This can cut off all sharing from your partner that includes passwords, accounts, etc. in an abusive relationship. You can also manage your privacy and location settings. You can even stop sharing your locations and protect your messages from unwanted eyes. This is a very helpful feature, especially when you're threatened by someone. We also have updates to the Home app. 
Apple has introduced something called Matter, which enables smart home accessories to work together. The home app has also been re redesigned, making it more reliable, efficient, and beautiful. The mail app has seen some changes we all definitely need. You can undo sending an email, as I'm sure we've sent an email to the wrong person, or an incomplete one. I've personally missed many attachments when um, I'm sending an email, and I also have to, f I usually follow up to that, but now using mail on iOS 16 eradicates this trouble. You can also schedule sending an email. The search bar is also improved, giving you better results of the subject you're typing in inside the mail app. The health and fitness section of iOS has also been revamped. The health app can now keep track of your medications and share health data with your loved ones. The fitness app uses your iPhone sensors to help you move around, even if you don't have an Apple Watch. And this used to be a big dilemma for all the active people who didn't have an Apple Watch previous to this update. CarPlay is a huge update this year. CarPlay can now change temperature and radio options in the car and have widgets on the screen that are powered by the iPhone. Even though my car doesn't have CarPlay, I think this would be a really cool feature to show and personally use. Um, all CarPlay supported, like all features, all cars that support this feature of CarPlay will be introduced and announced next year late 2023. In conclusion, iOS 16 was one of the most amazing updates we've seen to iOS in two years. Many new features are going to bring other competitors down. I, ho I sure hope to see this and update this in the fall. My name is Hari and signing off Tech Life. Bye and see you in a future episode.